Well, welcome back to Believe in the Bronx, the uh, Houston edition. Pete Caldera and Mike Stanton in Houston. Uh, not together, but in the same town for, for once. And That's uh, right. After, yes, after game one, uh, Astros four, Yankees two. Uh, you know, Mike, it's it was all about Justin Verlander. And, uh, you know, we were talking a little earlier that, uh, yeah, it, it took him a little bit to get going, but uh, when he did, uh, he finished with a flurry, uh, and and the the, the strikeouts, uh, the, the movement, uh, everything you expected from him, uh, from a guy who's the presumptive AL Cy Young Award winner, and a guy that's uh, going right. straight to Cooperstown when he when he's finished, uh, he was really dialed in uh, in the last four innings uh, today. Yeah, he was special. And, uh, you know, the Yankees had their chances early, had some runners on. He really didn't ha- couldn't find his slider. But, you know, after the first inning or two, he actually, you know, figured it out, found the slider. Uh, you know, it took him over 60 pitches to get through the first three innings and then finish yeah. the last three with it seemed like with just a few pitches, but 11 strikeouts on the day. Uh, and, you know, it was really a, a pretty good combination of the four seam fastball. He had about four swing and misses off that the slider he ends up, which is usually his primary strikeout pitch. He had about eight swing and misses on that and then five on the curveball. I really think it was the curveball that saved him early. He couldn't find that slider. But once he kind of got into the groove, got into the flow of the game, you can understand why he's so tough. 11 strikeouts, just one walk in the six innings that he pitched. Yeah, and you were you were see, seeing some really uh, you know you know odd swings from the Yankees. Mm-hmm. They even even if they knew that pitch uh, could be coming, uh, they, they were not having competitive swings right. uh, against him. Um, you know, and you saw again tonight. You know what what a fresh bullpen uh, can do for a club, and and uh, and a bit of what the the taxed uh, weary Yankee bullpen was to. to I mean, just to get through the Cleveland series, to get them to uh, a game one right after, uh, you know, yesterday's uh, game five in, in New York. Um, the pivotal part of the game, I mean, Clark Schmidt comes in, intentionally walks Alvarez, walks the next batter, gets a big double play, gets out of that inning. He's tied. Yeah. Next inning, two strikes on two batters, gives up two home runs, and and that's that's your ball game right there. I was just wondering what you thought about uh, those sequences and 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 Boone's decision to go back to Clark Schmidt after the uh, uh, the kind of blow up in, in Game Four in Cleveland he had. Well, you can understand why he stuck with me. He had pitched his way out of trouble the inning before. He had only given up two home runs to right-handers all season, and he gives up two in one inning. And and both were, were uh, you know, mistake pitches. And, you know, that's kind of what happens, whether – it doesn't matter how good you've been in the past. You make mistakes, mistakes get hit hard. But I understand the reason why he did it. you got to remember, they just played last night. They have to play again tomorrow night, and you have one day off. And then when you go back to New York, there are no more off days in the league championship series. You're going to play potentially five straight days. And I, I thought that, you know, there was a question, you know, why didn't, since it was a close ball game, why didn't you go to your high leverage relievers? And I understand why Aaron didn't do it. It was actually, I think it made it a little bit easier situation to make this call for Aaron just simply because they weren't winning. Yes, it was a close ball game, but if it was a tied ball game or if they were up by one, yeah, he has no choice but to go to the leverage guys. And, you know, that's one of the hard things about managing. Yes, you want to 
play today, you want to win today, but you also have to keep tomorrow uh, in your mind also. So, you know, difficult situation, but that's why, you know, Aaron gets uh, uh, gets paid the big bucks is to make these tough decisions. And, you know, even though, you know, you, you, you look at the Yankees offense, uh, it was sporadic. There wasn't much of it. There really wasn't that much offense on the Astros. So they had some home runs. Uh, but not a whole lot of offense all the way around. You got to give it to Jamison Tyon. You know, um, he did not have a strikeout in the four and a third innings, but he gave the Yankees exactly what they needed. You know, yes, you would love them to go out there and shove and pitch really well, but you needed to get into the middle part of the ball game and still be in the game. And that's exactly what he did. And you got to also remember, it's a little bit, little bit different for Jamison because he's pitching at home. You know, he actually went to high school, not more than about five miles from where I'm sitting right now in North Houston in the Woodlands. So uh, a little different situation pitching right here at home. And I thought he handled himself pretty well. Yeah, he talked about, uh, you know, you know, as a kid growing up as an Astros fan and, yeah. and, and going to the, to the ballpark when it was uh, first built, when it was under another name and all that stuff. But uh, and, and, and watching Bagwell and, and Biggio and, mm-hmm. and now they're sitting in the box seats. Uh, That's right. Uh, the killer bees. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, you know, my take, Mike, on, on time was that, you know, you know, it, he looked like a pitcher who hadn't started a game in, in, in two weeks. And he admitted to being, you know, a, a little nibbly. Uh, and, yeah. you know, this is a guy that doesn't traditionally walk guys. And, and uh, you know, when he's, you know, when he's nibbling like that, that that's when he gets in trouble. And, and you know, the, you know, two plays saved him out there. I mean, Aaron oh, Judge, yeah. if he doesn't make make Great that catch. diving play with 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 two guys on base, I mean, he's down two nothing in the first inning. Um, There's another ball that uh, John Carlo Stanton uh, caught in the left field to, to to lead off the the inning. That uh, that's another inning that that might have gotten away from him if uh, if that's a double off the wall. So uh, you know, he did get away with a few things too. And and as you said, he did not have a, a put away strikeout pitch today either. Yeah, only four swing and misses uh, in in the whole game that he pitched. But you got to rem- listen. It's not that easy to to be a starting pitcher, then sit for a long time, come in relief, and then you know sit not knowing what's going to happen. You know because he was potentially uh, hot and in you know could have been in the game last night as a reliever, then turns around tonight. And he's starting. So, you know, you got to give kudos to him a little bit for just being mentally tough enough to go out there and just battle the way he did. Didn't have his best stuff. Not a whole lot of swing and miss. Like I said, only four in the four and third innings that he pitched. But he battled and kept and kept the Yankees in the game. You got, you know, with the travel and everything that happened, the emotions of last night, the, the short little celebration, the long night of travel, the little bit of sleep, and they were still in this ballgame. So, you know, I think there is some positives to be taken away from this for the Yankees, even though the Astros did, did take this uh, take this game one and, and the lead in the series. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing you, you saw was uh, they finally got a – a situation where they could get Matt Carpenter four at bats in a game as a designated hitter by playing uh, a stand in left field. Yeah. And uh, strikes out four times. He struck out six times in, in six at bats in the series. You know, this is a guy that has not played uh, since the early part of August, uh, and you know, with that fractured foot. And, uh, you know, it's on the one hand, it's hard to ask a guy to find his rhythm in a playoff series after not, right. you know, facing major league pitching for, for, almost two and a half months. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the, the Yankees were very excited about getting Carpenter back 
uh, into their lineup, get back into their mix, at least being a, a presence uh, off the bench as a left-handed hitter. And, um, you know, he was really disappointed, especially in that last at bat, not, not coming through with, with men on base. Right. Well, uh, you know, welcome back, Matty. You, you get four at-bats, but you get to go against probably the American League Cy Young Award winner and Justin right. Verlander. And then a very strong Astros bullpen that is rested, that has a whole bunch of swing and miss. Yeah, it was a tough night for Matt Carpenter. It was a tough night for uh, for Donaldson also. Between the two of them, seven strikeouts and eight guys left on base. Each guy left four on base. And so, yeah, tough, tough situation there in the middle of that lineup. But, you know, Donaldson's been struggling. Carpenter hasn't really had a whole lot of swings. But, you know, was it Astros hitting? Was it, you know, the lack of, uh, of timing? for Matt Carpenter. Well, it's probably a, a situation that's a little bit of both, but uh, it was nice to see him back on his feet. It was nice to see him back in the lineup and at the plate, even if he did have plenty of opportunities and didn't come through. Right. And the, the Yankees uh, uh, configure the line of config, configuration will be a little different tomorrow uh, facing a left-hander. Yeah. Uh, they'll have Stanton back in the DH spot. You won't see Carpenter in the lineup. You'll probably see uh, Cabrera back in, in left field. And, um, of course, Donaldson will be a third base uh, mm-hmm. against the left-hander. So uh, that that's not going to change. But, uh, you, know, you know, we talked about in the ALDS, you know, the Yankees were out-hit uh, by the Guardians in that series, but they, they hit nine home runs, and, and that's where they they make up the difference there is that they have that, that long ball threat. Today it was kind of the opposite. I mean, you saw Bader hit another home run. Right. Um his fourth and sixth games in, uh, in the playoffs, but it was the Astros uh, using their power to, to, to make a difference to, today. Yeah. With, with, uh, with Bader, with Harrison, actually, this is the first time in his career, he's actually hit four home runs in a six game span. So, you know, he's really swinging the bat. Well, got a hanging curveball and did exactly what you're supposed to do with the hanging curveball, And that's hit the ball out of the ballpark. Uh, you know, I, this is going to be a tough draw for tomorrow because they've got Framber Valdez, which is maybe the most prolific ground ball pitcher in all of baseball. He's also got big swing and miss with that hammer of a curveball. So, yeah, I would not expect uh, it, they're going to keep as few a left-handers in the lineup as they possibly can because Framber is very, very tough against, uh, against left-handers. And, uh, you know, we'll have to see what Luis Severino has – uh, has in store. We also know that Severino, if he can get on a roll, this dude can be as good as anybody in the league. High-powered fastball, outstanding slider. I still remember, you know, back before his first arm injury, those first couple months he had, I mean, he was at, he was next to unhittable. It seemed like every single solitary inning. If he can, if he can kind of channel that, uh, this could be another big-time pitcher's duel between him and Framber Valdez tomorrow night. Yeah, and, and you know, the other factor, I think, Mike, too, is that, you know, Severino pitches with a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, you know, I, I, you know, he did a very good job in his press conference today of, of avoiding, you know, all the, you know, the Astro scandal talk and right. the revenge factor. I mean, he was part of that. He feels the hurt and the sting of all that and, and, uh, and feels the way a lot of the Yankees – uh, of those teams did that uh, they felt cheated out of something. And, yeah. but he, you know, he's going to take that to the mound uh, tomorrow. Plus all the other stuff that he, 
he, you know, he takes out there and he's, he's going to want to go, uh, you know, go hard and go deep for, for as long as he can and, uh, and try to help his, uh, his team, you know, shorten that games. They're at least going to have the full complement of their most trusted bullpen arms. Uh, yeah. Uh, in, in yeah. They're leverage two. relievers. They'll Why's have all their leverage. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, so they, they can relay it back. Yeah. So a good night's sleep tonight. You know, and then, uh, you know, not having to use your leverage relievers tonight. Yeah, so they're, they've got it set up. And listen, it, it was only game one of a seven-game series. It's a long series. I still think that, uh, you know, especially with the loss today, I do feel like the Yankees are the underdog in this situation. But that's okay. You still have to go out and play the games. You know, that's it's left up to you and I, Yahoo, Yahoo's like us, to, to determine, you know, you know, what's going to talk about what's going to happen. It's up to them to go out there and actually play. And, and listen, if, if, if Severino can get through the first couple innings and uh, put goose eggs on the board, kind of get into the flow of the ball game. uh, Like I said, it it very well could be a very low scoring ball game again, tomorrow night, even though you have two high powered offenses. Yeah. And let me just say, uh, no one with three World Series rings would fall into the Yahoo uh, department, Mike. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, all of us media members, we're all Yahoos. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting, and I, I think um, you know with the with the short turnaround for the Yankees, at least uh, you know perhaps uh, you'll you'll see a, a little uh, more relaxed and uh, a better effort uh, tomorrow all the way through. But it it starts with the starting pitching, as as you know. And um, we'll be interested to see how uh, Luis Severino uh, bounces uh, into yeah. into this game too, with with his team needing a win here. They want to steal one before they get out of Houston. Right. They do need to get to Fromber early. Okay. And and Fromber over the last month of the season, that has been kind of his Achilles heel. It takes him a little bit to get into the flow of the game because once he gets into the flow of the game. This dude can be one of the hardest guys to hit, especially get the ball in the air the way the Yankees want to. If they can get to him early, they got a chance. But if he, just like Severino, gets gets through the first couple innings and kind of gets into the flow, you might be in the seventh inning and still have goose eggs on the board. Absolutely. Well, we'll be here for it, and we'll be here uh, to talk, talk about it tomorrow night uh, after game two. Looking forward to it. Mike, have a good night, and uh, we'll see you back at right. out here tomorrow. I know it's been a long day for you, so you, you're the one that needs to get some rest. <laughs> I think I'll crash pretty hard right now. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night for game two. See ya.